There's nothing more on your mind, according to almost all the stats and all the polls, especially since Paris and security in our country, especially when our FBI director comes up and says, to be honest, I can't see everyone thanks to encryption. I'm not really sure about the chatter here in America. Joining us right now, a man who knows that all too well, Congressman Peter King. He was once chairman of Homeland Security, rotated out of that, and is now the Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, uh, as well as Financial Services, uh, and chairman of the Subcommittee on Counterterror and Intel. Congressman, welcome back. Brian, great to be with you. Thank you. Congressman, first up, I want you to hear President Obama and what he said late last week. And i got to get your initial response. These are the same folks oftentimes who suggest that they're so tough that uh, just talking to Putin or staring down ISIL or using some additional rhetoric somehow is going to solve the problems out there. Uh, but apparently they're scared of widows and orphans. Uh, scared of widows and orphans because you and many others have expressed concern about the up to 10,000 Syrian refugees that come here. Are you scared of widows and orphans? Orphans? No, what I'm concerned about is that there was not an adequate vetting system which could allow Syrian terrorists into the country. And it's really unfortunate, it's really shameful that when we're at war, the President of the United States tries to trivialize everything and turn it into a petty political fight. Now, the real concern we have, it's not just Republicans that are raising it. First of all, 47 Democrats broke ranks with the president to vote with us in the House. But more than that, uh, this came to our attention from people in the FBI and Homeland Security and the administration, uh, not just privately, but in their own public comments, where they said that they, uh, there is no uh, reliable data. Uh, there, you know, there are no databases. There are no government records. There's very little that we can go on. And so when he talks about vetting, vetting against what? Vetting only means if you take a person's statement and then you compare that with what you have in the record. Well, there are no records. And that's the concern we have. And uh, in the last two years, they've uh, managed to vet 1,800. And they told us they're not even sure of that 1,800. Now the president wants another 10,000. It's almost like he's rushing to get uh, a body count through so we can say that somehow we're doing our part as if we have to explain ourselves to the rest of the world. So, listen, what he should have done, uh, he, he could have said, listen, I think the system is adequate, but I understand there's legitimate concerns, and call a meeting with the, you know, with, you know, the uh, congressional leaders, the FBI, yeah. Homeland Security, and, and sit down and come up with, with a better system, or then have an intelligence discussion, not just, uh, you know, Start with the name calling and turning it into a Barack Obama versus Donald Trump or whatever you're trying to do. Now, it really trivializes it. And I just wish he showed the same uh, anger toward ISIS as he does toward Republicans. Yeah, he doesn't like you guys. And by the way, how many Democrats voted for the resolution that Speaker Ryan put forward uh, to slow down or pause uh, the influx? It was 47, and that was 47, uh, even though that morning uh, the Secretary of Homeland Security. The president's chief of staff came to the Democrats, met with all of them, and told them how important it was that they vote no. And yet 47 of them overcame that pressure, also the tremendous pressure from Nancy Pelosi. So if that had been a secret ballot or if there had been no arm twisting, that 47 could have been another maybe close to 100. There's real concern on the Democratic side. They give them credit for that, those 47 that you know broke loose from the president on this. So Quinnipiac does a poll, and they say 83 percent of registered voters say they believe a terrorist attack in the U.S. is resulting in large casualties is likely in the near future. That was at 73 percent uh, last month. Forty percent say a major attack in the U.S. is very likely. And 53 percent say we should not continue to take these refugees. To me, he's missing the American public. I don't know who's talking to him, Congressman. We all know presidents that do things that are unpopular, that seem to be uh, politically, uh, seems to be politically deaf. I've never seen anything quite like this, though. 
No, really, uh, and again, these, uh, I, I think he has a smaller and smaller uh, body of people around him, and he's relying on them, and, they, and they're basically telling him uh, what he wants to hear because it was his FBI director who went public and said that uh, he cannot vouch for the uh, vetting system. It was the Homeland Security Secretary who said that uh, you know, there could be real gaps in here, real weaknesses. It was, it was his director of national intelligence who made similar remarks. So this isn't some crazy thing coming from the right wing of the Republican Party, as he'd like to portray it. This is something coming from the professionals in the field, all of whom he appointed to office. But I think the ones he's listening to are the people in a very small circle around him at the White House. Right. And, you know, again, if, it's, if a president does want to take a politically unpopular decision in time of war, then he has an obligation to explain why, not just re, uh, resort to name-calling. I just think that he's not focused on what the issues are. He's so intent on proving that he's right and Republicans are wrong that he's ignoring right. what really has to be done here. Here is Mike Morrell, uh, Morrell, former acting director and longtime deputy director of the CIA. Tell me if you feel this. Cut 16. For me, who lived through the, the pre-9-11 years, yeah. there's a similarity here um, that's a bit frightening to me. Um, you have a group who says it wants to attack us, just as bin Laden said he wanted to attack us. You have them building that capability, just as bin Laden built it. We don't have great visibility into that capability, just as we did, did not do then. They have the single most important advantage, a safe haven, building that capability. And we just had a major attack overseas, embassy bombings in 1998, Paris now, that should be a wake-up call. Do you feel that? Yeah, I do. Uh, this, first of all, it should be a wake-up call. Secondly, because of these encrypted apps, we have uh, great difficulty in trying to follow uh, what uh, the terrorists are doing, because they can just close us off. They go, in, they go dark, as it said. And so, no, these threats are real. Now, having said that, uh, we're also uh, working full-time around the clock, all of the elements of our intelligence agency. But this is something that requires... 1,000% focus, full-court press, whatever analogy we want to use. And it also requires us to go more on offense over there so we're not playing defense because, you know, defense is like uh, penalty shots. You could be the best goalie in the world, but some of those penalty shots are going to get by you in, in soccer, which is your sport. I mean, you know, you can only, stay, you can only win on defense for so long. Uh, you know, the more they're taking shots, some of them are going to get through. Uh, that's very true. Uh, here's David Axelrod. This, gives you, this is another Democrat that has a problem with the president's approach. Cut 18. I'm the son of a refugee. I'm proud of the position the president took. I think it's the right one. But I think Matthew's right in the sense that before you attack the fear mongers, you have to attack the fear. He, he's uh, upset with the delivery uh, of what he did. So he never acknowledged that people aren't feel, are frightened and weak. People are cautious and savvy. So even David Axelrod's got a problem with the messaging. You factor in also that his former Secretary of Defense, Hagel and Panetta, were also critical of him, let alone Gates last week. So what does this tell you, Congressman King? You've been through it. You've watched Bill Clinton under pressure. You've watched uh, George Bush under pressure. How's this president different? What is he not hearing? Uh, he's not He's not listening to reality. He is so locked into ideology. You know, people thought George Bush was this committed right-winger. Bill Clinton, we thought he was this committed left-winger. The fact is, when pressures arise, they were willing to look beyond their ideology, look behind the people around them. Like in Iraq, for instance, President Bush, when he realized in uh, 2007 the Iraq policy wasn't working, he got he cleaned house, and he started a new party immediately. He went on national television to say the current strategy has not worked. Bill Clinton, he would reverse uh, directions if he had to, to make things work. No, they... 
they were much more uh, trying to find out the right thing to do. While Bill, uh, while uh, Barack Obama right. is trying to convince himself, uh, convince everyone that you know that he's right, and that's that right. seems to matter more to him than anything else. And also, this he also gives the impression. This is not something he really wants to be engaged in. This is like <laughs> taking up his time. He'd much yeah. rather talk about uh, global warming. No kidding. Uh, by the way, Britain just divorced themselves from the global warming program, as did uh, Spain and, and uh, Germany. Real quick, Congressman King, is there a division between uh, the analysts at CENTCOM, what CENTCOM's saying, what they're telling the White House? How concerned are you about the big New York Times Fox News story? I am very concerned. And from everything I hear and from talking to people on the inside, if you will, those stories are accurate in that uh, the stories are accurate in that the, uh, uh, you know, the information and the reports are being watered down to make it sound better than they are. So, no, this is, uh, hmm. this is something the president has to right. give an honest investigation on. And I give the Times for once again giving credit and also obviously give Fox News credit for breaking the story. Congressman King, always great. Thanks so much for the quality time. Right. Thank you. Have a nice Thanksgiving. You too. Uh, to everybody out there listening with their family, keep it on. Kill Meet and Friends.